everyone and welcome to the Satisfied Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Mikey Ellis. This is a place where people like you and me come together to learn about ourselves, learn about each other in service of each other, in service of this planet so we can make this world a better place for us all. And uh, this episode, uh, we're talking about the power of reflection over time and, and why intentions matter. And I'll share a story of how this has helped me not only survive, but become who I am, which is, I'd say, the best version of myself um, over this past 12 months. And so I have seven questions to facilitate this process, and I'll share them with you. But first, I have to acknowledge the noise. Um, I'm in Nicaragua, and I am in this incredible house, which is just, a, it's just above the beach, um, nestled into a hill, and so in the background, we've got waves. Uh, there is, um, there's a cliff uh, close to us, so it kind of amplifies. It's almost like an amphitheater of noise. And so the waves are amplified. It's kind of like this background white noise all the time. It's beautiful. Um, perhaps not so uh, conducive to a podcast studio setup, but I'm sitting here in the kitchen on the kitchen bench, and I'm, doors are open. Everything's open. There's no real windows or, or doors, just fly screen. And, uh, and the ocean is doing its thing. You all also probably hear cicadas as well. Those things kind of just go in waves, don't they? They, they? And they're bloody loud. So that's what's happening. There's also some building going on outside. And I was trying to find a, a place to record this that wasn't so noisy. And there just isn't one. So we're just going to have to deal with the noise. Uh, in fact, I put off recording a podcast for quite some time because I'm like, is it even going to be worth it? Um, is it going to be too distracting? Well, I'll let you be the judge. And if it's too distracting, then, uh, you know, I apologize. But uh, I guess that's one of the completely insignificant and very minor, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, compromises we have to make uh, for living in such a beautiful country and such a beautiful place. So I've got more to share about that on um, here those the cicadas i've got more to share about um where i am in an upcoming episode uh and i i can't not share this i'll I'll mention it briefly this place is incredible and it's and it's wild the other day i was in the water having a surf and i was the only person on the beach in the water and and that's just such a such a gift in and of itself i came home uh i walked up the hill and there was a there was this thing swimming in this bucket of water and i didn't know what it was but it clearly was was struggling it wasn't meant to be there and uh as it turned out it was a woolly opossum and um we took it down to uh tim who lives nearby and he's just this incredible guy who runs uh an organization called vital actions and saves turtles and it's just and then yesterday we had an opportunity to to escort some little baby turtles um straight out of their nest and, and into the into the ocean it's a whole nother episode and i will interview tim uh in an upcoming episode really soon so keep an eye out for that um but it's just mind-blowing um but that's not the topic of this episode the topic of this episode is about you know self-reflection and the power of that and and i want to tell you a little bit about how this came about and why i wanted to share this story with you so it's my birthday um, time. It's coming up in a few days. And around about this time in June, I always get nostalgic and reflect at this time of year. I reflect on who I am and who I'm becoming and who I was 12 months ago and who I thought I'd be and, and how all this 
kind of aligns at the moment. It's a, it's a time not only of reflection, but a time of reckoning for me. And I thought I'd share this experience with you as it's been really eye and heart opening for me. It always is. I'd like to share some questions that have shaped me and guided me over the past 12 months too. In preparing for this episode, I went back and listened to a couple of older episodes from this time last year, and one stood out in particular. It's episode seven. I had forgotten uh, about it as I, as I don't go back and listen to old episodes, but something stood out for me uh, because it was recorded at this time last year. And, and what stood out when I went back and listened to it was how much I had changed in a year and how much I had grown. And I think that's the case with everyone this year or this last 12 months, 18 months. And while the circumstances of the past year have forced changes, it was these questions that I was asking at that time in that episode that really were a catalyst for a more conscious awareness of how I wanted to change, who I wanted to become. And this episode, uh, or that episode, episode number seven, uh, it's titled A New Normal. In that episode, I shared a poem which I was inspired to write at that time, which I still feel really resonates. The, po- the poem was about, um, it's about asking like, you know, do we, what are we going back to if we go back to normal? And let's not do that because that wasn't working. We know that. Um, so the question is, well, what are we going to do instead? That's the question I was asking at that time. And I shared that poem and I asked myself some questions which were inspired by um, Yumi Sakagawa uh, from Instagram. Um, and I'll get to those questions in a second. Um, I'll share those questions that I asked uh, in that episode again. But I want to acknowledge why reflection matters so much. I think, I think self-reflection helps us to become more kind to ourselves. It helps us put things into perspective. When we look at where we are now, it's easy to uh, it's easy to identify what we aren't doing or what we haven't done or what we didn't achieve that we would have liked to or that we hoped we might. But when we look back at where we were a year ago or two years ago, I think we inevitably are a little bit more compassionate with ourselves, a little bit more kind with ourselves, a little bit more generous with ourselves because we can actually see how far we've come when we put things into perspective. It's important because we don't do it enough. I think we're often too stuck in this loop of productivity, of busy, of surviving, just doing the best we can and, and looking to the future or looking to tomorrow at least or just trying to survive where we are at the moment. And it can feel like too much of an indulgence to spend, to take time out, to, to spend reflecting when it's really one of the most important things and one of the most necessary things that we can do. Now, I think the reason why a lot of us don't pause to reflect and ask these important questions is because we don't like the answers, if we're to be completely honest. That's been an excuse for me in the past. I've avoided self-reflection and in, and, and in the work, or uh, I've avoided, avoided the work. Um, self-reflection would do plenty of that, but avoided the work or changes that might need to come from it because I was stuck and afraid of change. And that's pretty normal for many of us, I'd say. But that's why I've been diving deep into my shadows and doing the work this past six months to address those core fears. Maybe to address some of the reluctance to reflect and change. And my advice is to do it. The the pain and suffering of knowing that there is a better life and experience for you to be having, one that is 
more aligned with your soul's purpose and your unique gifts here on this planet and not living that life, that's the ultimate suffering. In my experience, no self-reflection work or changes I've made as a result are as painful um, or destructive as living a life wondering what if. I think another reason why it's really important for us to reflect is particularly now because now's the time to do it on on a macro scale and and in a micro more personal scale this month of this year for me on a micro level uh you know it's the middle of the year um and it's it's my birthday time so i find that i find that these these junctures or these these times where um where you know obviously the start of the year is a time where where we will reflect and look to the year ahead but I don't find that that's the most productive or time for me to do that. It's not a time that's conducive to doing this sort of work. There's too much else going on. Um, but the middle of the year works really well for me and it just happens to be my birthday. Your birthday obviously is going to be at another time of the year. Perhaps it's June too. Um, shout out to all the Gemini babies who are listening. Um, but where, where, whenever your birthday is, I find that's a good time as well. So, um, you know, on a personal level, this is a good time to do it for me. And on a macro level, it's clear that things are going to get worse for us on this planet unless we take responsibility for the impact we're having on this planet and on each other. So now is the time. Everything is kind of thrown up in the air and we get to decide what we do with the pieces that land and how we rearrange those. Uh, collectively and so yeah really important time for reflection on a on a global level and you know coming back to that personal level i think having an intention for who we are becoming is uh or who, who we're becoming and having a strategy for how that might play out is the best way to create your own version of the future rather than be co-opted or manipulated or conditioned by someone else's version and there is so much division there is so much division in the in the in the global rhetoric at the moment and and it's easy to pick sides but I, I think when we take time out to reflect we get to go well what's important for me what do i believe what do, what do i value what matters to me and how do i want to live my life if it's not aligned with the you know the the, the dominant paradigm which um which i reckon there's a lot more of us uh, who are wanting to live a, a, a different life to how we have been living and the last 18 months at least have been a, a catalyst for that. So, you know, what what happens if we don't do this work? What happens if we don't take time out to reflect? Well, we hand over control to someone else uh, and that can be a really subtle um, uh, ab- abdication uh, of, of control um, and it happens without us even really knowing about it. So if we don't take time to reflect and if we don't identify what's important for us, somebody else is going to be making those decisions on our behalf. Not overtly necessarily, but it's, you know, we, we become part of a system uh, and in order to fit in and belong and, and not to disrupt the system, uh, you know, we do what we're, we're told. And I'm not saying we need to go out and and, and break laws but what we need to be doing perhaps is asking what actually works for us and that's and that's where this um, self-reflection becomes really essential and when you do this work when you take time to reflect you create an inspiring vision for the future for yourself that is defined by you and with your loved ones in mind what happens when you do this is 
is that you generate hope in a world that perpetuates fear and division, especially right now. And we need that. <laughs> I need that hope. And I'm sure you do too. And, and the other thing that happens when you take time to reflect uh, is, as I said earlier on, you just generate more compassion and kindness and less judgment, ideally, on yourself. And if we're more compassionate and more kind and less judgmental on ourselves, then we're going to be more compassionate, more kind and less judgmental on others. And that is what we need more of in this world. So going back to the questions that I asked myself this time last year, there are five of them. And as I mentioned, uh, they're inspired, well, the questions come directly from an Instagram post um, by from Yumi Sakugawa, and I will link those questions and the original post in the show notes. The first question is, who do you want to unbecome during a global pandemic? Second question, what will you value and prioritize during a global pandemic? Third, how will you give and receive during a global pandemic? Fourth question, whose vision of the future will you believe during a global pandemic? And the fifth question is, oh, it's not really a question, it's a statement. Actively create, co-create, envision and build. Desire something better than settling for what is already here. These questions were so valuable in guiding me and I don't know what I would have done or you know, what I did this past year without them. And it's not just the questions, but it's the work that comes as a result of answering those questions, exploring them and seeing what that means for you. Without a vision for who I wanted to become uh, and, and who I wanted to unbecome, without the letting go uh, of what aspects of self um, I was decoupling from, then I don't know where I would be or what I'd be doing this time um, uh, now. And I certainly don't think I would be living in Nicaragua, hanging out with inspiring people uh, who are changing the world for good and, you know, and doing this with, with, with my beloved and feeling alive and free and inspired and aligned with my soul's ever-changing and ever-evolving purpose. It's a good feeling um, to, be, to, to be doing this uh, and to be sharing this and reflecting on this. And, you know, as I said, um, this is something I'd only hoped for and imagined this time last year. But I worked hard towards it as well. And those, those questions really helped me. So when I talk about reflection, I'm talking about taking this point in time and looking back to where you, uh, back to where you've come from and how you've evolved and who you've become as a result of the decisions you've made over this last 12 months, for example. It's also, that's one part. And the next part is looking forward, looking ahead. And so as I look ahead now, at this time, I'm reflecting uh, on the past 12 months and I have a new set of questions for the next 12 months they're similar um, but they're slightly adapted uh, and these questions these are the questions I'm asking now and will keep asking myself for the next 12 months again they're based on based on and inspired by uh, an, another more recent Instagram post uh, from Yumi Sakugawa this one was in late May I believe again I'll I'll, um, I'll post that in the show notes and these questions really landed for me when I read them. And I've adapted them slightly and added a couple of my own. So here they are. These are the, these are the seven questions I'm asking myself now and uh, will continue to do for the next 12 months. First question is, what does your heart want you to know right now? 
The reason why this is such a great question is because it assumes present state awareness. It assumes you have a connection to your heart uh, and it assumes that your heart has something to say that you are not acknowledging. And so that is tied, so that is tied into it. Um, breathing and meditation practice I have each morning. Um, I'll talk more about that later. The second question is, who do you need to become in order to live your heart's greatest desires? And again, this assumes that there is a vision for the future and it is from your heart, not from my head, or not from what somebody else's version of you know me and my future should be. It's from my heart. The third question is, who do you need to unbecome in order to live your heart's greatest desires? It's such an important question. It, again, it assumes there is something, something to let go of that is holding you back, that no longer belongs with the, with the person that you're becoming. And this letting go, this unbecoming, this decoupling has been so important for me this past 12 months. And I know it's going to be so important for me moving forward as well. Question number four is what will you value and prioritize? It's important to reflect on what those values are and it assumes what you, it assumes that you know what those values are. They might need to evolve as you are. They might need to be updated um, and prioritized as well. I mean, with so much to do, with so many decisions to make, um, knowing which ones to prioritize is, is important, which is, uh, which is linked to the next question, relates to the next question. Question number five, when faced with a decision, big or small, what would the person you desire to become do? This helps me preempt decisions that will inevitably challenge me. Um, I can too easily be influenced by outside factors in my decision making. So this gives me a more personal frame of reference and prepares me for decisions I'm going to have to make so I'm not caught off guard. It's a really, it's a really good question. Question number six, uh, what must you release or stop doing in order for this becoming to be inevitable? This question assumes there is something you're doing that needs to stop or be let go of. Uh, this has been so important for me over the past year. As I've said, it's what I've let go of that has been the catalyst for the most significant growth. Um, and I guess this question is more, more uh, focused on, on, on me or on you. What do I need to stop doing or release in order to become who I, who my heart desires? And finally, the last question is what step can you take can i take right now towards this becoming to be inevitable inevitable what step can you take now towards this becoming to be inevitable this all of this must be action oriented we must do something now to generate momentum it's not it's one thing just to kind of envision the future and how you might you know who you, who you want to be and uh, and how that might happen and feel good about that but unless you do something about it nothing's not going to change so um, it also assumes that there's something you can do right now that is in alignment with who you are becoming and uh and and i think it's just so important to take action so that's seven questions that i will be asking myself now uh and really focusing on now and i can't wait to look uh, look back at these in another 12 months time and see what's changed in 12 months time as a as an ongoing process of reflection so how to do this how to turn this into a process i mean they're good questions i reckon but how to formalize this into a process here's some suggestions create time and space for it and and turn the turn this questionnaire uh, 
question asking and answering into a ritual, a ritual of both letting go and of setting intentions. So letting go might look like writing writing down what you're letting go of or who you're letting go of or what you're going to stop doing, writing it down and burning it in some kind of ceremonial acknowledgement of what it is you're letting go and that transformation, that transfiguration of of, uh, of what it is that you're letting go into ash or smoke or it, or it might be just writing and, and, and releasing it. You don't have to burn it. You could do whatever you want with it. You know, stick it in an envelope and, you know, and uh, tuck it in a drawer and pull it out again in 12 months' time and, and notice how much you've changed as a result of letting go. It could be embodied, you know, embodied, an embodied expression of letting go. Movement, dance, could be something really physical. The ocean really helps for me being in the ocean and just setting the things I want to let go of away with the tides and with the waves sunset is a great time for letting go and sunrise is a great time for um, setting intentions make it a routine so whatever you whatever you're doing when it comes to um, an intention for the future make it a routine and, and we need to do this in order to integrate it in order to keep recalibrating as well mine is a daily routine uh, which I reflect on uh, quarterly and, and annually I'll tell you more about that in a sec. Uh, something else that's really helpful is to share it with somebody you trust who can help you stay accountable to this. It's, and it's even more valuable to do it together with somebody. It's interesting how vulnerable it feels to ask for what you want and to share that. But it's also interesting to notice how that intention is amplified when it's shared. So if you've got something you desire, put it out there. There is somebody who can help. There is somebody who can connect you. There is somebody who can support you. And we don't know what that is. We don't know how to do that. We don't know what we can do to support you unless you tell us what it is that you desire. So I, as I said, I have a process for all of this. I'll share that in another episode. If you're interested, um, just ask me and I'll be, hap- I'll be happy to share that process. Um, but that's my questions for reflection. Over to you. What questions will be guiding you as you continue to become and unbecome over this next period of time? If there's one thing I've learned, it's that we must each take individual responsibility for our future and for our growth and the trajectory of our lives because the systems of power that are meant to serve us simply are failing. And so we need a better model. And that starts with each of us taking responsibility and doing what we can. So I'll leave you with that invitation. Please check back in uh, to this podcast real soon for my interview with Tim from Vital Actions. You are going to love it. We're going to talk all things turtles, um, reforestation, and saving this incredible wildlife on this planet that we are privileged to call home. And if you want to see the most adorable baby turtles hatching and, and, and us having the opportunity to take them down to the shoreline, to swim off into the ocean, to start their lives, um, check out my Instagram videos. Uh, I've got a couple up there at the moment. Uh, and that's um, at mikey.ellis on Instagram and of course any comments, feedback or if you'd like to work with me to help identify your gift and what you're here to be doing on this planet that's the kind of work I love the most and I'm working with clients on right now one on one so get in touch and we'll chat just go to my website mikeyellis.com or contact me on Instagram email or whatever works for you I would love to support you we need to support each other and that's it for today have an awesome day. Keep an eye out for this upcoming episode with Tim from Biolation. So excited to share it with you. I hope you're well and um, I hope you've got something to look forward to. Have an awesome day. We'll chat soon. Bye.